I don't think I don't think we caught that work. So thank Slay. God. <laughs> All right. So we're back. I should probably have checked and seen what episode we're on right now. But five feels good. Five I, sits I, right I, with my spirit. I think I think we're on episode five. Uh, let me go ahead and um, can you hear that echo, or is that just me? Uh, it's coming from my headphones. I'm turning. I'm turning them down now. Okay. Thank you, tech guy. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm also a co-host. Yeah. Not just the tech. So you guy. admit I'm the main host. No, we're both co-host. I don't know. All right. Yeah. This is episode five. Episode one was called the uh the unspinster. Episode two was it's spicy. Episode three was mobs, the blooms, and Nazi dice. And episode four was pros versus antis. Oh God. But I don't think that. that was the uh, airing order, but that's the episode ranking order. Oh, Slay. Okay. So, we're back. Yeah? Oh, hold on. I, he has I, to get rid of that echo. I'm, I'm getting rid of the echo. It sounds like the voice is in my head and it's freaking me out. <laughs> there. There should be no more echo. Okay. All right. So, do you want to introduce our show, co-host? Yes. Uh, welcome to Dr Dungeons and Dragon, your weekly uh, nerd uh, update show with a healthy dose of accountability. All right. Who are you? Uh, I, I'm one of your hosts, Noir. Uh, you can find me all over the internet as the Noir Enigma. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, I am the host of Jade Cotton TV's Table Takes, uh, Morning Ritual, and this podcast. Uh, what about you? Who are you? I'm Joy. I am an e-jester. That is it. I am on the internet <laughs> to make the king giggle. <laughs> who, it, it, who is the king in this scenario? Anybody with the misfortune of stumbling on my many accounts. Um, <laughs> follow me on Instagram at suddenly at peace. Follow me on Twitter at broke woke choke. And follow me in person at your local Whole Foods. <laughs> Please do not follow my sibling. They do not know to which they speak. No, if you see me at a Whole Foods, please say hi. <laughs> oh my God. Do you know the energy you're bringing to your life? Dude, I, I'm addicted to it at this point. <laughs> I love it. Like people cold messaging me on Discord to be like, hey, here's a picture of my dog. You sound sad on the internet. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> you. Well, you're not just sad on the internet. I'm sad in person, too. I'm a double threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been off for a bit, uh, partially because of the holiday and partially because uh, I got I got uh, the flu, which whooped my entire ass all December. Oh, yeah, which I thought was funny because after you got sick, I got sick, but it took you so long to get back to health. And I, unfortunately, am a Marine. So it took me four days. I like how this is just an elaborate way of you calling me a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> mom said I can't just call you a bitch anymore, so I've been getting creative. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> and fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we 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 left, uh, and uh, there's 
a lot going on. Right. And listen, it would be easy to dive headfirst into the nonsense, but I do want to like settle our nerves before inevitably my blood pressure rises. So there are some just quick catch up things I want to do. Okay. Um, People seem to like your uh, to like your Zoomer quiz. I've been getting some comments on that. Yes. I still think that I nailed it pretty, pretty hard. You did pretty swell, I yes. would say. Yes. Um, I do want to bring up, maybe not this episode because you're not ready, but I was thinking next what? time. What do you mean I'm not ready? Well, you are prepped. Like, I would, I think you should give me a millennial uh, quiz. I've seen, there was a meme going around on Twitter amongst your fellow millennials, people mm-hmm. with the backs that don't work. Um, <laughs> You. And it was just oh my god! <laughs> uh, as I like to call them, creaky Americans. <laughs> um, and it was this meme that was like, tweet something that the young people wouldn't understand. But I think they think like young people were born yesterday. Like I know what a floppy disk is, and I know how to burn an MP3 from like LiveWire, whatever LimeWire, whatever. Like. I understand that, but can you name three other uh, three other software similar to LiveWire? UTorrent, um, and Napster. Is that one? <laughs> I don't know. I used UTorrent. Yeah, that's 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 good for for sites. Do you do you remember Morpheus? No, he was in. <laughs> Shout Matrix. out to Morpheus users. <laughs> he was in the Matrix. I think. <laughs> Do you know what ASL is? Uh, age, sex, location, because y'all were so easy to kidnap. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> y'all made it so easy. All right. Uh, no, I, I, I can come up with some millennial things. I, we've got Anita in the room here. so Anita, if A you, fellow you, creaky American. <laughs> <laughs> you, you about to lose all the goodwill you've gathered up in these last four episodes. Absolutely not. See. Well, you're not helping us millennials over there. Listen, I love my millennials. They know how I feel about them. I think of them the same way I think you look at a Labrador retriever and are like, oh, <laughs> look at them go. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my fondest memory <laughs> is the time I played that clip of the Bratz movie in a room full of millennials and they were all like, what is this? <laughs> I'm still getting brat suggestions on my YouTube because of you. I didn't know there was so much Bratz content. There's so, like, when I tell you that Bratz have such a strong, powerful fandom, and they're making a resurgence because the dolls recently got reprinted. But anyway, that's a whole side story for my other podcast, The Dolls on the Dolls. <laughs> you better quit joking before the internet makes you make that a real podcast. Hey, anyone that wants to co-host that with me, hit me up. <laughs> okay, you, you remember what happened when you put a call out last time? God. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of some more millennial things. Um, gee, oh, do you know what SNCC is? No. Is that a slur? Do you know, <laughs> do you know what, Anita, do you know what SNCC is? Y'all don't remember SNCC? Girl, what is that? It was, it's Saturday Nickelodeon. Oh, big. Or Nickelodeon, like, it was like their nightly. They thing. had a special name? Nick at Night, yeah. Yeah, but they had something called SNCC, too. Okay, it feels racist. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Do you know who hosted TRL on MTV? Absolutely first? not. No. <laughs> Do who? you remember that? Yeah. yeah. The first host of TRL on MTV. 
I was thinking Carson Daly, so I don't know if he was the first, but I know he's the one that I'm thinking of. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I know Ryan Seacrest did. Yeah. I didn't know that. (laughs) I wasn't a good millennial. I think I would beat other Gen Z in that I know what TRL stands for. What does it stand for? It's like Total Request Live, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm eating up the other Gen Z with that. They would have no idea. (laughs) God, is it really that old? Oh, yeah, what does to get have the to tape back the in, tape. you put the pencil in, and then you wind it. See, in all fairness, I <laughs> this is going to be a cute thing. Oh, and this is something we should address. Some people think it is a bit that we are siblings. It is not. We're serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they think it's a bit? Yeah, I've had multiple people like message me being like, are you really siblings, or is this just... And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> How would he know somebody this much younger than him and just let her in his house? <laughs> Like, no, we are actually siblings. Oh, literally, no. If you say, uh, like, watercress on the rice, like, we both start crying. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But, yeah, no. So I say that. I feel like we should explain that. (laughs) You know what? We'll we'll give them a little taste. A little taste of the trauma. So our father really. Who are in (laughs) (laughs) Cursed be his name. No. um, (laughs) Our father got really into Iron Chef for, like, a couple of summers. It was bad. (laughs) And so he decided that he was now a chef, and everybody in the family was sous chefs. It was so bad. Don't remind me about the sous chef thing. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt to hear. Yeah, it did. So everybody in the house was sous chefs, and we would have to help him with his uh, cuisine masterpieces, which was just... Poorly made fried rice it was so with bad. with orange chicken, which was just dino, dino nuggets in orange concentrate. And he would put sprouts, <laughs> bean sprouts on everything, and watercress and bamboo shoots. And he would feed us that for like two summers straight. Yeah, just and it that. was it was the worst period of my life. Yeah, and I think that was my developmental period too. So like, I have a strange relationship with food now. <laughs> He got me good with that. Yeah, you were his mage sous chef. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I was just in there trying to help my dad. <laughs> and I couldn't. I was making it worse. <laughs> he used to put sugar in our spaghetti. Uh, I think that's why we're messed up. That's why our comedy is the way it is. <laughs> We've been through the depths of hell. Yeah. Everything else is just funny now. So, uh, yeah, no, we're siblings yeah. uh, for for sure. Um God, I can't think of any more millennial stuff. Right. So I'll I'll prepare something for next episode. Yeah. And more I think thoroughly. that's why I aced the millennial uh go at it today because like we are oh, we're eleven years apart. Yes. Yeah. But I would just like, you know, during my formative years you were what, eleven? That was when you were going out being a little man. I would just follow you around. <laughs> So he's trying to go out and be a little man. I'm two years old. Like, well, what's he up to? I was on another podcast, the Secret Nerd podcast, that uh, you got brought up, and people were at, uh, and uh, the host asked if I'm the if I'm the one that got you into D and D, and I was like, no, you kind of <laughs> found it on your own. Yeah. That is so cute that people would think it'd be a cute origin story. Like I taught her. <laughs> no, 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 I did not teach you D and D. No. Oh uh, God. Like. <laughs> You know, let's address that. Welcome to the therapy session. <laughs> you had to understand that I actually had an adversarial relationship with D&D while he was playing it because you're going to hate this next bit. <laughs> you're going to hate this. 
<laughs> oh boy. All right, bring it on. So I was a lot younger than him. And you know, when you are a teen and you want to be a cool teen, the last thing you want is your toddler sibling around you. And so he would be playing D&D with his cool friends and he'd be like, get out. <laughs> I wasn't that mean. No, he was that mean. <laughs> I was like, get away. We were playing. <laughs> and I was two. So I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm, sure. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. I, I apologize. No, it's okay. It's Slay. <laughs> it was very Slay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I well, I did try to teach you magic. Right, which and I ended up being good at it, but I can only imagine if anyone saw what that must have looked like. Because once again, eleven years younger than you, and you were like, "Why are you not picking this up?" And I'm like, "I'm three. Look, and also you chose the most evil color combinations. Absolutely, I, you picked like green, red, and black, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know. I want squirrels on fire to eat people. Literally, what? you were like, plants can eat people, and I was like, well, girly pop. That's the answer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any any other any other small bits you want to bring up? Um, no. I Anything mean- happening in the world of K-pop? Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. So I brought up, I think the last time we were talking about this, that a member of Luna left over a contract dispute. And then right after that, all the 11 other members uh, filed an injunction on their contracts. So they were like, oh, she's quitting. We would also like to leave. And then it, a leaked news report came out uh, regarding further details about the situation. And the girl herself like went on a talk show to talk about it. And I will say this. Essentially, their contract made it so that costs for everything they made, tours, albums, photo shoots, were split between the company and the girls 50-50. So the girls paid for half of everything out of their own pocket. So do they have any ownership over it? No. Uh, and even better, watch <laughs> this. This is the fun part. Uh, um, what's it called? Revenue was split 30-70. The company got 70%. They got 30. Wow. So that means regardless, the more they worked, the more in debt they were. That's. It's disgusting. Wow. And then on top of that, the first girl that left, she went on like a variety show that was just, you know, people talking about mental health. And she burst into tears saying that at some point um, in their like uh, time with that company, the girls were allowed outside for 20 minutes a day. And it's so sad to see she's crying because she's like, I just wanted fresh air. That's wow. horrifying. And I'm very proud of the fans of Luna because uh, the company announced a new album kind of like forcing the girls to stay in those contracts because they would be working. Right. And the fans were like, oh, you can make an album you want, like all you want. We're not buying it. And they did. It was like only 100 copies sold on pre-sale, so much so that they had to cancel the release of the album. You know, when K-pop started getting popular, I never expected the K-pop fan base to be like the superheroes of the internet. Yeah. (laughs) But K-pop fans really have kind of become the superheroes of the internet. Truly. (laughs) It's, It's really fucked up. Uh, but you know, hey, good, good on good on them. Uh, I hope I, I wish the best for all the little girls. I, can they just make a group on their own? Absolutely, and it's happened before, and the precedent has been set. Now, I think a law was like uh, 
made in Korea that basically said, you know, if the group leaves, you can the company can try all they want to try to hold the rights to their name, mm -hmm. but the preference is always going to go to the group first if they stick together. Yeah, I hope I hope they uh, I hope they can rebound from this because I'm I'm not a big K-pop fan, but they had bangers. Oh yeah. They had some bangers. Luna, it, and what's so sweet about them, I think, is like you can tell the girls really like each other because I accidentally said all 11 girls filed an injunction right after Chu, the first girl, left, but that's not true. Nine of the girls filed an injunction. Two girls stayed behind. And finding out like the theory why those two girls stayed is really cute. One of them is from China, so she's like on a work visa. If she were to file that injunction, she would have to go back. Right. Um, and the other girls didn't want to leave her. So one girl did not file the injunction so she could stay back with the other one. Oh, <laughs> Why is this cry. so wholesome and sweet? <laughs> and later we're about to get into the OGL and just be like, fucking shit. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> Honestly, like D&D &D people, I think that's why like people are so charmed by my attitude. Like when I'm always like, simply fight the problem. Because <laughs> like that, I'm from the K-pop fandom where it's like, which I mean you got an issue. <laughs> well, fight it until it works. <laughs> i know it's more of a it's legal tackling thing. a dragon almost quite literally at this point i will simply bite the dragon <laughs> <laughs> biting the dragon is not an option clearly you you've dm'd for me it will become an option i would like to roll to bite the dragon please <laughs> really hard thanks <laughs> Uh, are there any updates on any of the previous things we talked about? Let's see. Satine is still posting uh, on Instagram. Uh, her, her latest post only has like six comments and like four four of them are what you would expect them to be. Bake your bread, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is your yeast active? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're toning down at least. There is not people just going balls to the walls. Did we already discuss her husband's like evil manifesto? Wait, what? The her, the blue haired man's like when he made his return and he had, it was the picture of his head and then the caption was quite literally something that if you put it in Skeletor's voice, it's like, okay. <laughs> no, I think I missed that. No, you didn't. Okay, let me try to look it up. I don't like him, but like, it was so... What is his name? Jameson Stone. I like when I tell you I looked at this post and I laughed really hard for a long time. <laughs> like whenever I was having a hard time, I would look at it and get through. <laughs> yes. He called wait he Yes, okay. He, here's wait, the post. he came back and called himself a lich? Yeah, let me read it. It's the funniest thing. It's I can't <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> I'm pulling on my theater expertise. Okay. Called me a monster, an evil lich, an abuser, suffering as a cudgel, but who's beneath the skin? So much work to do. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Girl. And then it's like, it's a very odd picture. I don't know if it's like 3D imaging of his own face, but like, when I tell you, this is the worst <laughs> PR move you can make as a return ever. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's so fun. He does. He doesn't like spell lich wrong. How did he spell lich? L i c h. Isn't there? Oh, okay. So he edited it. Yeah. Okay. So it's right now. But what's killing me about this is like, there's no accountability here. There's no 
addressing the problem. If he ever had apologized, he walked it back with this. And also, here is my advice. If you can read your post in the voice of a comic book evil villain from the 90s, don't post it. <laughs> don't post it. <laughs> Do not post it. You know what this is? What? This is me off of exactly three shots of fireball. <laughs> when I'm like, everybody hates me. They want to treat me as the monster. I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> This is your drunk friend in the bathroom that's like, I can't believe he said I'm his crazy ex. Give me the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Do not give Brit Brit the phone. <laughs> he was in his Brit Brit bag. He needed I, his homegirls to get him. See, I didn't see that he posted something. Well, and now it, he keeps like, <laughs> I, you know, look, I really don't even know what to say to that post. Like, if you listen, if you fucked up. Don't come back and call yourself a lich. <laughs> and a cudgel. <laughs> I don't understand people. <laughs> and it's so crazy how he's talking. He's like, you know, like, since I've been gone, I've been going to the gym. And that's my spiritual dojo. Like, girl, one, you are white. What business do you have calling anything a dojo? <laughs> if you walked into an actual dojo, I don't want you saying that. I want you to say the karate hut. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Kung Fu Mart. <laughs> I went to the kickboxing stall. <laughs> like, no more. I went to the Muay Thai rink. <laughs> rink. Oh, fuck. Like, so okay. That's an update on that. Okay. Um, um, do we have any... DC, any... we never... We didn't get to address the fact that that's over. <laughs> How could I... The sweetest you know, slip away. You know what really has me fucked up about DC is that they have gotten rid of everybody. Period. Except Ezra Miller. <laughs> they were like, this motherfucker's gonna stand, goddamn it. Let him cook. <laughs> Let him cook. They got rid they got rid of everybody. So confirm Zachary Levi's gone too? I assume, but like well, I like. I feel Shazam. bad for Zachary Levi because he got signed on to do a superhero. Yeah, uh, and the his movie did really well, but the problem is his character's number one villain, right, was The Rock, <laughs> has no interest in being in a, a Shazam villain. movie. Right, Black Adam is the Lex Luthor of Shazam. Of Shazam, and The Rock was like, "You can eat a dick." Yeah. <laughs> The Rock was like, what do you mean I'm a villain? I'm Black Adam. And everyone's like, babe, babe, sweetheart, my well, love. He's okay being the villain. He's just not okay being Shazam's, Shazam's villain. villain. Like, let him cook. <laughs> just, like, Wait, did you see Black Adam? Uh, no. I watched a couple minutes and then I said, oh, I don't like this. I've watched it twice. Why? Who held you a knife point? Well, I, when I went to see the theaters, oh. uh, I went to the bathroom and a, 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 a fight scene happened while I was gone. So well, I was yeah, that's like, most of the film. So I was just like, let me let me watch it again so I can see the part I missed. It, 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 yeah, I just like. It's still not there. I'm, it's still not there. I tried. I tried to leg oh, it. Oh, I have a funny story about how I found out all of this was happening. What? So I was in the drive-thru of a Chick-fil-A before anyone says anything. A gay man drove me there. 
I could not stop him. Anyway. <laughs> what's, wait, what's the problem with Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A is like notoriously homophobic as a company. Are they? They're religious. That's why they're closed on Sundays. Oh, I don't know why you were saying Chick-fil-A and I was thinking Chipotle. No. <laughs> I, that's where my brain is right now. First of all, there's no drive-thru at Chipotle. How would I be there? Anyway. Wait, do Chipotle's not have a... They don't. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I was at the drive-thru at a Chick-fil-A taken there by a gay man so i don't want to hear anything and um i (laughs) (laughs) you covering your tracks absolutely i'm unproblematic babe what you're gonna silence a gay man's voice you're gonna tell him that the gay man dollar isn't valuable anyway so i was in the drive-thru and then i look on my phone and i see that henry cavill has been fired as superman and i gasp and said gay man in the driver's seat turns to me. He goes, I thought you got shot. What happened? And I'm like, Henry Cavill got Superman. Henry Cavill got Superman to work. So there, there is a lady on uh, TikTok who a lot of her content is exposing how shitty some of the dudes are. If it's about the blind item, know that I read it and I take every blind item with a grain of salt. What's a blind item? It's those anonymous posts that are like, I worked on the set of this and this movie or this is the oh. show and that's what happened. You know, and there's no proof. So. Oh, I'm not talking. So oh, okay. I for, you talking for those that. that are unf- the, un- unfamiliar, there was what I'm learning is now called a blind item about how Henry Cavill kind of became like a toxic gamer boy misogynist it's gamer boy henry if you're listening to this i don't believe it i'm standing by your side baby what? <laughs> please pick me choose me <laughs> love me so so this, this lady on tiktok who kind of exposes shitty dudes in hollywood and the movie scenes and all that and they were just talking about how Henry Cavill has a habit of dating much younger. Oh, wait, that's true. <laughs> Not that. My bad. That was true. <laughs> I thought it was about him and his toxic gamer, gamer gay behavior on the set of The Witcher, which is another thing that was alleged. Maybe I don't believe it. The dating underage women, though, that's true. And I believe it. Never mind. Don't pick me. Don't choose me. You won't love me. <laughs> I can drink. He, I'm out of the running. <laughs> Yes. So apparently Henry Cavill has a, a tendency to date uh seventeen year olds. <laughs> Some have said that they have caught him uh at school, so you should not be <laughs> Yeah. It, uh, listen, I don't talk to listen. Uh, I I mentally cannot do this. I mentally cannot do this. Can't do what? I I I want to be attracted to men. And this is like <laughs> this is making it so hard. This is making it so hard. At queer women, uh, you guys are gonna love this joke. This is giving me lesbian master doc like gaslighting energy. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so there was this thing. It was a, it's a Google Doc mm-hmm. basically with a bunch of resources and like um, scholarly essays about compulsory heterosexuality. And the whole point of it was like if you are a woman that is like wondering like if you're a lesbian or if you're bi maybe go through the lesbian master doc first and find out is your attraction to men really something that you have like are you actually attracted to men or are you a lesbian the thing though is that document is not 
uh, good. <laughs> it is actually heavily biased and does more damage to queer women than it helps. Um, the amount of time is it called the lesbian master? Doc? Literally, just put it in the lesbian master doc, and it'll come up. I'm gonna put this in. It is that thing does. It gave me brain damage. <laughs> Copy of Am I a Lesbian Master Doc? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to run through Let's find through out it. if you're a lesbian. I'm going to find out if I'm a lesbian. <laughs> you're a lesbian. Um, uh, what is compulsory heterosexuality? Uh, uh, keep the people entertained yeah, while so, I go through this. So I, every time a man in Hollywood does something that upsets me, I'm, I'm opening the Lesbian Master Doc going, is this it? Oh, God. <laughs> Labels are supposed to help you, but, like, the lesbian master doc hurts me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so Henry Cavill, um, those blind items came out. Another blind item came out about, like, his behavior on the side of The Witcher. So a lot of people are not on his side right now, but that's the update to DC, basically. Um, uh, I will go into something that my brother won't be much help with for this next segment. The 2022 AO3 Top 100 ship list came out, and when I tell how do you know I was no, you're right, you're right. When I tell you guys the ships this year pissed me off. First of all, why are you all writing so much fanfic about Minecraft YouTubers? <laughs> um. It's with data from January to December of last year. And the number one ship is a new ship that just dropped last year. It's Steve Harrington and Eddie Munson from Stranger Things with 14,682 fanfics. It is horrifying. Yo, I think I might be a lesbian fan. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you always reach that conclusion like when you look at that document. Worrying that you're broken inside and unable to really love anyone. You're a lesbian. Oh my god, Anita, have you seen the lesbian master doc? <laughs> Let's send it to Anita. <laughs> Let's make everybody in the house lesbians. <laughs> and that's how my relationship with my partner ended. You, you both were like, "Sorry, I lesbian." <laughs> We can't be together. I lesbian. How, okay, well, I I did not know this was a thing. I'm gonna more go. I think I might do this on stream one day. Yeah, just go through this <laughs> and figure out like assign everybody lesbian at your Twitch stream. <laughs> but yeah, so let's talk with you about the Ao3 ship stats year in review. Are okay. you a shipper of steady? From what Stranger the fuck is? I don't watch Stranger Things. Me neither. Um. Oh, but Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet. Are number two. Well, that makes sense. Right? And I'm happy for them. Uh, Then number three, it's Minecraft YouTubers. (laughs) It's Wilbur Soot and Tommy in it. I think I I have this up here. Yeah, you pulled it up. Bakugo and Midoriya? Okay. Yeah, but they're number eight, (laughs) which is crazy to me. I thought they'd be pulling top five. Hermione Granger and Draco Malfoy. At, at 10, right? Yep. Which is also heinous. Listen, at all of the, what's it called? At all the Harry Potter ships, I'm like, y'all, have we not moved on yet? No, be- people are still buying into that shit. Like, Sirius Black and Remus Lupin being number four? Dog, why? What happened? <laughs> because dog. 
Stop. <laughs> you know what? I quit the podcast. <laughs> I quit. Oh, like they show the change to see how far, like, yeah, up and down the new they ships moved. and stuff. Yeah. Are there even characters in Minecraft? I thought. No, 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 no. Because they're Minecraft YouTubers. Oh. It's literally the YouTube guys. They're real people. And actually, that's something we, sh- as a, a podcast, should address really quick. Uh, what are your thoughts on real person shipping? I don't like it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I think it is bad. I don't. I don't like it. It, it takes, feels. It feels weird. It's weird and bad, and like we know the damage it does now. Like Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson from One Direction, who are also on this list, stated multiple times that like their shippers made them uncomfortable. Dan and Phil, two other YouTubers, real guys, said that it made them uncomfortable. And Dan, who was not even out as gay when people were shipping him with his male friend, like he said that it made it harder for him to come to terms with his identity. So I don't know. Bucky and Sam Wilson? Oh, baby girl, that is the ship I'm saluting. What the? Y'all are real for that. No. Y'all are fucking real. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Sam Bucky's Sam Bucky's rise. Sam Bucky, y'all are the only bitches I trust. <laughs> fuck everybody else and fuck what everybody else says. They're in love. They kiss. They explored each other's bodies. <laughs> No, I'm just surprised I'm not seeing more Marvel on here. Yeah, Marvel kind of fell off. The highest one was Tony and Peter, but not romantically, but like as like friends. Well, now it looks like the highest one is 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 Bucky. It, it, what number are they? Uh, twenty four. No, is no. You're looking at what the hell? Da 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 da. Al three ship stats twenty twenty two. Ah, okay. I think I have the full year. Like at end of the year, that might have been during the year at some point, because I have twenty four as Jungkook and V from BTS. <laughs> I read it's one of my last retweets on Twitter. If you want to see it, I'm I'm okay. I I think I'm. But I, anyway, Sam Bucky's. I'm gonna give you a fat kiss on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bucky's got a free kiss no, from me. Sam- they were exploring each other's bodies. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about that. Do you have any Marvel ships where you're like, yeah, they was they kissed. They explored each other's bodies for sure. No. I just go by the narrative so anyway, that they give me. Steve Bucky, they was like cuddling to keep each other warm back in the 40s in their little apartment. I know they was Steve kissing. Steve was in love with Agent Carter. First of all, he knew Bucky first. And so what I said wasn't wrong. They were cuddling to keep each other warm. Uh, <laughs> second of all, he knew that woman for. He went back in time to live his life. That's bad life. writing, not love. That's bad. He would have let Bucky kill him instead of fighting Bucky back when he was the Winter Soldier. That's love. I need you to know this, dear brother. If you got brainwashed by Hydra and you were trying to kill me on the helicarrier, uh-huh. I'm murking you. <laughs> I am not saying. I'm not dropping my shield. I'm not saying then you're going to have to kill me. Uh-uh. I'm putting you in the tightest sleeper hold. <laughs> As a fucking lootly not. No, no. That being said, if a sexy man that was in love with me, he kept me warm in the 40s when I had typhoid and asthma and I weighed 90 pounds and he was sexy and he was brainwashed. He was trying to kill me. I would say, baby, this isn't you. <laughs> baby, that's not you. So you would kill me. Yeah. But so hot, too. Yes. You would let him beat you up. Yeah. Yes, he would remember me. (laughs) 
you would absolutely not remember me. You piece of shit. <laughs> You'd be like, she's a threat. But like my sexy winter soldier man that kept me warm in the 40s and he kept me fed and he was trying to keep us hidden by keeping me on dates with other people so that people would know I was gay. That's why he kept trying to hook Steve up with women. You know, in all fairness, though, Marvel does suck with romance. Oh, they're so bad at they, it. They're really bad they're at so it. They're so bad at it. They need to stop it because it pisses me off every remember, time. Remember that awkward kiss between uh, between Steve and Sherry Carter? It makes me throw up, cause, especially with the way they wrote the last movie, because now he knows that's his niece. Yep, he went back in time oh. and knowingly kissed his niece. Oh, no. Yep. That writing in that last movie was heinous and treacherous oh, and bad. No. And don't even get me started. I, uh, I, I literally Steve do an incest. Steve did an incest. No. And like this is why I can't talk about the relationship between the Hulk and Black Widow. I'm, that never happened. I'm legally like not allowed to discuss it. <laughs> that never happened. I think the MCU's best romance might be Wanda and Vision. Y'all should see the look I'm getting right now. I fucking hate that toaster motherfucker so bad. <laughs> What's your beef with Vision? I'm I'm robot racist. <laughs> I don't believe in fucking robots. I'm sorry. I'm a monster fucker, but I don't do robots. I think that's ridiculous. That is a toaster, baby girl. If you're not trying to mac on like Siri, then like same thing. Vision you is can't a robot. Be robot racist. I'm robot racist. I don't think they're people. I don't think they should. Have <laughs> He's black. First off, leave Vishon out of this. <laughs> Bishan is a different man. What is drip if not the juice persevering? <laughs> no, no. Look, look, I, I think Wanda and Vision is. No, the, the best is- couple is Jane and Thor, but only sometimes and when I close my eyes. <laughs> no, actually, I take that back. The best MCU romance is between Loki and that one guy from the Loki show. Morbius or whatever the hell. They're friends. No, like Loki and they Loki. They explored Ooh. each other's bodies. Loki and Loki. Loki and Loki's a- bad. I don't do self-cessed either. Self-cessed? Self-cessed is when you ship a character with a different version of that character. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did feel a little ick. It was gross. I could not watch Loki when they, when they, when kissed. they were in to that together. That, that, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's a bad mouth feel for sure. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I guess I guess Loki and Owen Wilson is a pretty good ship. Yeah. Um, Kachow for sure. <laughs> don't, don't you fucking bring Kachow into this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there really aren't good romances in the MCU. Because the MCU can't do it. Like, even Ant Man and Wasp is They're just bad too. Flavorless. Um, the Eternals, um, T'Challa and Nakia. Uh, well, they couldn't help that. It didn't have time to develop. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think the Eternals because I have a good. No, I just like Gemma Chan. I think I think Gemma Chan is good at making herself look in love with anybody she looks at. <laughs> oh my! No, God. no, Gilgamesh and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Oh, that's that brings, the top one. Yeah. That's the top one. That brings a tear to my eyes. Th- that's bitch. a good one. If, I, I I wish the Eternals was better. Okay. We kind of touched on this in our earlier episode. I said like a s- off sentence about it, but I can go further into this. I think Eternals is good depending on the mindset you go in watching it with. Okay, explain. I watch a lot of like concepts like 
high art films, right? And I was lucky that I knew the director going in, and I know she's kind of like, she's an indie art director kind of woman. Like, it's more about the concept and the The spectacle spectacle than anything else. And so I watched the movie going, okay, this is an art film. And I think that's why I walked out of it like, oh, okay, I like this better than the the people that said, this is a superhero movie, this is a Marvel movie. If you think of it just as an indie art film, it is a great movie. I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, I loved what they did with Angelina Jolie's character. Yes. She was she was amazing. Her and Gilgamesh. I even liked the little girl character a little bit. Uh, she annoyed the piss well, out Well, yeah, of that's me. why I liked her. I, was, I said this is infuriating, but it's also so real. It was giving interview with the vampire. Yeah, Claudia. Yeah, every time you put an older woman in a little girl's body, it, a problem is going to arise. Yeah. I I, I I guess I kind of respect how they they portrayed it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, there's something about and that Gemma movie. And Gemma Chan, eight down. <laughs> I just, I, I, I think, uh, I think Icarus just was so bland. Was well, I think that's why so I liked him. so bland a villain that I just. Well, that's why I liked him. Because I think like. All the other Eternals came to have their own version of an appreciation for Earth and humanity, but he was so focused on the mission. He was like, girl, I'm doing what we came here to do. And I said, eat. <laughs> I said, that, well, that's what his character is, you know? The Eternals are like automatons doing what they got to do, and he stayed that way. That's why he was such a flat character. Everybody else grew, and he didn't. Best ship in, best ship in Marvel. Here it is. Jack Russell and Man-Thing. <laughs> Period. Period. I, I win. That's Period. the best one. Period. <laughs> Period. Uh, okay. I think I think we've avoided the topic long enough. Let's get into it, baby girl. Hand me your drink. Yes, here. You may have you may have my cool beverage. Yeah, while you discuss this. Um, for for those unaware, which I don't think as many people that listen to this podcast. Uh, Wizards of the Coast has, well, they haven't announced, but their OGL got uh, leaked by uh, a potential suitor for 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 my sister. Oh my God, Linda! Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> don't don't Linda's don't act like my, you are first name base. We are me and Linda. That's my for lifer right there. <laughs> Linda, if you find yourself in Illinois, <laughs> let me know. Please. I'm pretty sure she listens to this. So. Stop. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> Don't embarrass me in front of Linda. <laughs> but yes, uh, so the OGL for Wizards of the Coast got leaked. And... For those unfamiliar with what the OGL is, it's the reason why uh, it's it's basically a a stripping down of the rules of D and D, and it allows for other game designers to make games based on some of the rules of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it's it's been the staple of the gaming scene for some time. Um, it's it's why we have things like Pathfinder and Mutants and Masterminds and other derivatives of D and D, and Wizards has decided to uh, change it. I was looking for Linda's last name, Codega. Oh, Lin- Linda Codega. I knew it. You could have asked me. 
Why are you yelling at me for not getting you a spouse? Stop. Don't embarrass me. Linda, shoot your shot. No, I think Linda's taken. Huh? I think Linda's taken. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, and, uh, apologies. I, I think I may have uh, used the uh, 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 her her pronoun. Linda's pronouns are they them. So apologies yeah. if I did do that. I don't. I can't recall, but I just want to be sure. Yeah. Um. But Linda we respect journalism here. <laughs> Linda has had an exclusive with Io9, uh, where uh, uh, they received the full text of the OGL one point one. And kind of broke it down for us. And it is a nightmare scenario. Uh, I'm going to be using... I'm going to be using a breakdown provided by uh, DM Dan uh, to kind of go over some of the things that... uh, To go over some of the things that the OGL now does to this space, which which aren't great. (laughs) Um... First off, well, uh, let's start at the bare bones here. What does OGL stand for for all the hot girls that don't be doing that? Uh, it stands for Open Game License. Slay. So uh, it it's why you could take parts of D and D and make your own games and content off of it. Um, we have the OGL to thank for Pathfinder. Um, Wizards at one point with Fourth Edition wanted to keep that kind of insular. Mm-hmm. And Pathfinder at that point was making content for uh, Dungeons and Dragons 3.5. So once they realized that they couldn't make content for fourth edition, they just went and revamped 3.5 into its own system called Pathfinder. Uh, And it did really well. And Wizards inadvertently made their own competition. And the lesson that Wizards learned from that was uh we need to lock down our stuff even better we can't just lock down one edition we've got to lock down the whole damn thing and that's what they're doing so uh if you use any content from the ogl um if you're a content creator and you make more than fifty thousand dollars you have to report your earnings to wizards uh, and they can get a piece of of your of your revenue, not even your profits, but your revenue. Um, if you if you are a third party developer and you make more than seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, they get a piece of that as well. Uh, you are no longer allowed to have any content using the OGL behind a paywall. So if you're doing things like hey. We have an actual play, but if you want to see like our session zero, sign up to our Patreon. That's no longer allowed. Um, that also stands to reason that things like Dropout, yeah. which use OGL stuff uh, behind the Dropout paywall, uh, that they're gonna have to pay for that. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's a lot. Uh, Wizards automatically has a claim to whatever content you create as a sub license. Uh, this means that they can take creators' content, repackage it as their own, and share it. So if you come out with a really cool uh, subclass, let's say it's, you come up with you know Oath of the Meow Men, and no. it does really well, Wizards man. can just put it in a book that, no. as their own. Um, <laughs> and again, this is for every edition, not just 
uh, not just one D&D, but it also affects uh, 3.0, 3.5, and its derivatives, including Pathfinder as well as 5th edition. Uh, it's 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 Wizards seeing the success of Dungeons and & Dragons and making sure that if anybody makes a profit off of it, that they get their piece. And some people are saying that, you know, they understand that, but most of us are just like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to raw dog my opinion on this. <laughs> Let's, I'd love to hear it. Uh, because I think we all know by now that I don't mince words, <laughs> but uh, maybe you all don't know. I do have a secondary passion. And that is the law. (laughs) Um, And my first thoughts here are initially like, because while I would love to be 100% reactionary about this and be like, you know, this is ruining a lot of people's livelihoods. Like, this is horrible. And it is. It is doing both of those things. Um, I also understand from like a business standpoint that there is a lot of missed, uh, what's it called? Uh, Missed revenue here. Like, it's a ball drop of money seeing everybody making money off of their stuff and them not being owed anything because of it so i get it uh but at the same time my new concern here is okay it's threefold number one is that it shoots itself in the foot immediately and that you know people like me that perhaps don't have the exact same huge stake that you do mm-hmm. i i told my friend yesterday i was like i will simply stop playing dnd there is vampire the masquerade right there i will just stop <laughs> playing D. um and then the second half of it um i i need to talk to an ip lawyer because this while i know a large portion of it like they do have the license it's theirs they can do with it what they want part of me is curious about how this stands up from a legal standpoint when it comes to things like being a transformative work you know, is it the original? Is it, is it a derivative of the original? Is it changed so much that it won't cause market confusion? That kind of thing, you know? Because understandably, these things use the same bare bones as D&D. Right. But at that point, you know, D&D and a lot of other tabletop role-playing games are similar. So I need to know at this point, you know, what in a game system establishes it as something wholly different from another one? How do you distinguish the differences here? <sighs> I think... Yeah, I, 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 I am curious to see exactly like to what extent usage is prohibited. But I, I think honestly, if if you create something that's compatible with fifth edition, or if you create something that's compatible with three point three point oh or three point five, it falls under their umbrella, and they can have your ass for it. See, and that's that's something like I would be their worst nightmare about. Uh, I would be <laughs> truly. It's like, well, what about this? Is that close to three That maybe it's not. And then I point to a similarity it has with a different tabletop game. How did you know this came from D and D five e and not this other tabletop game? Uh, you know, it's one of those things that legally you would have to be fighting me tooth and nail for. You know, I, the problem is though, like they can afford to fight tooth and nail. Yeah, and a lot of people can't. And, and I understand. Yeah. And that's why I'm on my third thing where I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it, and me and a friend were also discussing it, where I was like, you know, this is the leak of it. 
Right. And I, when it comes to leaks and things with companies, I believe like there is no way anything gets out that they don't want to get out. Part of me thinks, what if it's this bad the first time on purpose? So when they scale it back to something that typically you'd fight about, you won't fight about because it could be worse. I, I've heard this theory a bunch. And I think, I honestly think with what the, the money that they s- believe they stand to gain, mm-hmm. that that is not the case. I think... I think there's a frustration over at Hasbro's uh, in seeing Kickstarters getting millions of dollars and them not getting their cut. I think there's a frustration with seeing Critical Role make as much money as they do and not getting their hands in that cookie jar. And I think more than dealing with the Critical Roles and the content creators that are out now, I think they want to establish a foundation in which if something like this occurs again, they get in on the ground floor and have more of a say. Yeah. Um, um, and to that, I kind of laugh in their face because that leads me to the first you know, reaction and that first response and my solution to this whole thing where it's like um, critical role, the Dimension 20 shows, uh, the Adventure Zone, let us all be clear. They did not succeed because they were playing Dungeons and Dragons. Exactly. They succeeded based off of the personalities there. Quite frankly, <laughs> um, Abria Iyengar could play Tiddlywinks, and <laughs> I would then go, well, fuck, I need to start playing Tiddlywinks. <laughs> Shit. Get Shout me out my, to Tiddlywinks. <laughs> literally, get me my jacks and get me my rubber ball. Like, Abria's doing it. I have to get in there. You know, and... While it is hard and while a lot of people have a vested interest, have a sunken cost fallacy type of moment where it's like, I spent so much time and money and all of this effort on something that I built using the foundations of Dungeons and Dragons. It's like you as a consumer and you as an influencer in the space have to realize I have a lot of sway here. And it's hard, of course, to uproot yourself and to move to something else. But I think if you are a creator, a writer, uh, someone who builds games for any of these other um, thingies, like Vampire the Masquerade and such, this is your time. I'd be getting in there. If I had any qualms before, if I was giving anybody a hard time about playing my game, oh, it's time to stop that. You know, at this point, I'm paying you. Like, get in there while people are looking for replacements and use my thing. And it'll be hard those first couple months, but also, baby girl, most of the people in this space seem to be gay and annoying. So they're going to love to give companies a hard time. Yeah. Uh, I I think, (laughs) I honestly think, though... That when I look at the OGL that was leaked, I'm looking at the future of like, okay, what is this setting the ground up for? Um, The OGL makes it very hard for other virtual tabletops to do their thing. And it's they've already announced that, you know, Wizards is going to have their own virtual tabletop. Um. And and I think they're they're trying to shut down the competition so that everything is in house. Um, so shut down other VTTs so that there's reign supreme. What does VTT stand for? Virtual tabletop. It's oh. things. It's it's your roll twenties, your foundry, your uh, your shards, um, all those. Um, and so like you know, if you're gonna play at a virtual tabletop, you're gonna play at our virtual tabletop. Um, I think when I see 
that you can't have your content behind a paywall. I'm thinking that Wizards is seeing the success of Dropout, and it's only a matter of time before they try and offer their own alternative. So when you talk about things like, you know, people being interested in the personality, I think they want to box out other other services like Dropout and then come up with one of their own. And I, I would not be surprised if they if they're going to try and start poaching yeah. other actual players that like wizards already has its six or seven people that they always hire yeah uh to do actual plays so i think the next step is like you know uh you know the fucking wizards tower that'll be their streaming service and then they'll try and poach your abrias they'll they'll try and poach your brennan lee mulligans and that kind of thing and i think i think that's what happens next um, and let me get in real quick and mm-hmm. say this. Um, you guys never have to worry about me working for an evil capitalist company uh, because I've decided the two companies that I'm willing to be on the payroll for already. <laughs> this is really funny. I sat up in bed and I decided if I was approached for a business offer, who I'm at accepting? Here we go. Number one, HelloFresh. <laughs> Please. Still with Please. <laughs> I'm begging. And number two, I don't know how sponsorships or like paying anybody goes when it comes to these tabletop games. Mm-hmm. I'm gunning for Vampire the Masquerade, though. It just is my brand. If you guys want to give me any money to do anything, <laughs> please, I'll take it. <laughs> I've been told I look like a Monster High doll so many times. Come on. Listen, this I've is... been knocking on that door. They <laughs> want me. They want me so bad. Ooh, you guys want to kiss me so bad. <laughs> please i want to get in before you just because i think it'd be funny (laughs) you probably will but i I mean well the other thing is like vampire the masquerade is also very protective of their content yeah and they're the kind of they they are kind of what i was talking about when i said if i was a person that created any tabletop game mm -hmm. and i'd made any barriers to entry before i'm pulling them now yeah i'm talking about that (laughs) yeah they're very protective over their content if you're doing uh, if you're doing like a big actual play, it does have to set place in their world. I think that's. And how the fuck did Nihon Knights work? I, I said an actual player of note. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I, God damn it. I thought the raccoons. I wasn't trying to buck shots, but here we are. Uh, sorry, I forgot. The game played by the raccoons behind the dumpster doesn't count. <laughs> like anybody could do a Vampire the Masquerade game, but I think if you do, if you do one to the extent of like a critical role or dementia 20 it has to take place in their world and i think they have some oversight over that yeah which you oh, know which reminds me i had to pitch my character for vampire the masquerade to you oh my god you guys you won't see it but <laughs> it's so sick <laughs> <laughs> should i just let you borrow the chicago by night book yeah well like what am i going to girl <laughs> who gonna dm for me <laughs> what, what am i gonna play <laughs> true oh wait a second did you just admit you won't dm for me that you are once again gatekeeping your little sister from oh the game? Oh my god. Wow. How, how do you always turn things I didn't I didn't mean it like that. I mean wow, like so you don't want to play with me. I, I I've never GM Vampire the Masquerade. Wow. I don't so know he's how. Always in all these games and yet I'm in none I of have the games. never not once and he won't I've never GM Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. You can't put that on me. I don't Who know. Who was how the to podcaster that asked if you got me into D? Can I get their name, please? <laughs> 
like, why are you doing this? I to need me? to talk to him real quick. What is their name? I'm not. I'm not telling you now. Hello, nice podcaster person <laughs> who thought of me, <laughs> and you thought that oh, you're probably such a good old. They said absolutely not. <laughs> it is pulling teeth. That's- Do you want me to GM a game that I've never GM before? Yeah. I have to learn it. You have been GMing for so long. It's a different system. It's like hopping on a bicycle, except it's a scooter this time. Oh, then you, then you can GM. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to deal with me as your GM because I'm like me introducing any NPC goes like this. Um. So the barkeep, you can see him cleaning a glass. He's using a terry cloth rug. He's like he's sexy. It's he's like an eight out of ten. It's almost disturbing. He's so thick it makes everybody in the room uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm taking like a solid couple minutes. I'm like, he's a dilf a little. His hair is in a top knot. You're tempted to ask if he has a wife, but you don't notice a ring, but <laughs> you could ask. You can't just thirst over your own NPCs. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> you can't spend 15 minutes th- thirsting over an NPC as you introduce <laughs> Literally, yeah. My friend in our Feywild game, uh, they introduced this, like, um, what's it called when their top half is a human and the bottom half's a horse? Centaur? Yeah, there's a centaur, and they said offhandedly that he was built, and I said, wait a second, what he looked like? <laughs> and then he was a dilf, and then I literally rolled to ask him if he would flex for us, and he did. <laughs> His wife is dead. <laughs> Why are you laughing at the fact that his wife is dead? I want to. I want you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, the OGL is pretty fucked. Yeah. Uh, and it's got it's got the TTRPG space in quite a tizzy. Um, and it's also sparking like another war between the Pathfinder fans and the and the Dungeons and Dragons fans because Pathfinder fans are seeing this and going, hey, you guys should come and play Pathfinder. And then there are some, like, Dungeons and Dragons loyalists that are like, fuck you guys, you fucking annoying bastards. And isn't Pathfire, fi- Pathfinder also impacted by this? Yeah. So, baby girl, call is coming from inside the house. What? Well, Pathfinder, Pathfinder is affected by this, but, like, Paizo as a company isn't doing this. It's being done to them. So people- right. But, like, even if you shifted to play Pathfinder, like, you'd still be subjected to the same rules, correct? Well, it's supporting a brand that's not doing this is what that is. Okay, so let's say I play Pathfinder. Could I put it behind a paywall? We don't know yet. Right, so I would not be like, hey, guys, here's the solution. (laughs) Me when you're in a burning building and I'm in another burning building. (laughs) Hey, guys, come to my burning building. (laughs) Well, the thing is, we just don't want to give wizards our money, but we give still- the sexy vampire people money. You think they pay me already? The way I'm trying to get everyone to play that game. <laughs> well, not everybody wants to be a sexy vampire. Why the fuck not? Some of us want to be wizards. Gay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call being a wizard gay. Is it I, not? It, it can hey, be. Hey, do they got a staff? Yes. Not everyone with a staff is gay. Why are you as a man holding the stick? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's it's how I manifest my arcane power. Okay, right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Me when I didn't want to come out of the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. God. I'm shining my stick all the time because it's my magic, is it? (laughs) 
you know, I refuse to. I refuse to sit here and be subjected. Me kissing to women because that's where I get my magic from. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, no, she's my patron. <laughs> so, are you calling warlocks gay? Now? Yeah, y'all all gay. <laughs> Okay, so you, I listen. We can I, go. We can go through them. We can go through I, the classes. I, I'll tell right. you about it, gay. I I know you're gonna do this for every class. So let's yeah. just get into it. Why are artificers gay? Oh, girl, you sewing? <laughs> sewing? You sewing? They're building robots to kiss. <laughs> okay. Tell me why you, as a man, need an automaton man. <laughs> tell me why barbarians are gay. Why are you so mad for? What you repressing? <laughs> Why are clerics gay? Not trying to pray the gay away. <laughs> All right. Bards? Singing in them little tights. <laughs> Not all bards. T- all right. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll just keep going. Yeah. Druids? They they like plants, right? Yeah. Plant gay. <laughs> plant gay? You Gay people love a good plant. That's true. Is that a thing? Yes. Put it on Twitter. Be like, gay people, y'all like plants? <laughs> and you know what they're going to say? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm putting that on Twitter right now. <laughs> Plant gays are everywhere. <laughs> the homosexuality is stored in the roots. <laughs> So, I have to I have to word this carefully or else I'm gonna get my stupid ass what in is trouble. A plant gay? I've been asked by my sibling to ask my gay friends, and I quote Are you a plant gay? Y'all like plants? And you know, you know exactly what they're gonna say. Well, we're about to find out. They're about to post so many pictures of little plants. No, they're not. I guarantee you. I, I've never or heard they're going to be sad. Gonna I've be like, never I heard could. the stereotype thing. Gay people like plants. Trixie Mattel, the drag queen, literally has like a plant gay palette because gay people love plants. Everybody loves plants. Gay people most. <laughs> Where is this coming from? What's the next class, girl? Okay, yes. Okay, um... That was Druids. Uh, let's do fighters. Once again, y'all trying to beat up another man? Men create <laughs> elaborate rituals to touch each other. <laughs> you don't got to hit him to caress his skin, babe. <laughs> you know, I, I want to disagree with you, but I saw a TikTok about something called Ookie Cookie. And oh. <laughs> Listen. I'm not, I'm not going to elaborate go on that, it. but I, I will Next give class. you a warning. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't you don't need Just that. Just move on. You we don't need that on. energy in your life. We moving on. <laughs> we moving on. Uh, let's see, monks praying the gay away, but harder. Now monks try- don't pray. They meditate in the gay away. They <laughs> meditate on how gay they are. Why are they trying to get rid of the? Why are you saying they're trying to get rid of the gay? They haven't come to terms with it yet. <laughs> This episode's gonna get us. So Nirvana comes when you accept who you are. <laughs> I can't do this shit Ranger. Oh, it's a gay. Gay people like plants. <laughs> you so you say Aragorn is gay? Yes. What is that not correct? He, he got married to his elven wife. All right. He's not at the end of his journey. <laughs> he dies married to her. I'm so sorry he couldn't, you know. He couldn't what? Reach the end of his journey. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
now you're just making up knots. All right. Absolutely not. Oh, uh, I think I think I've gotten through all oh, sorcerers. Conjuring. Conjuring what? <laughs> a kiss from a man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily. Rogues. Rogue. Sneaking around to kiss men. <laughs> What you gotta be so sneaky for? What you hiding? <laughs> Every class is not gay. Every single one. Every single so, one. So okay, what class do straight people take? They don't have one. <laughs> There's no class for straight people. No. <laughs> if you are straight, you are not an adventurer. <laughs> straight people can't be adventurers. No. Are you gatekeeping right now? Yeah. Dungeon Dragons for the girls and gays only. <laughs> Brandon Lee Mulligan is the only one with a pass. <laughs> why? Why is he the only? Why don't I get a pass? You gay? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. All right. Me and the Gay Straight Alliance rolling. <laughs> rolling initiative in the Gay Straight Alliance. How about y'all? I like how it's just Brandon Lee Mulligan gets the pass. <laughs> not Mercer. No. Not Abria. No. Oh no! Oh, I said girls and the gays. Abria oh. is fine. Okay, dummy. <laughs> Matt Mercer don't get the pass. You gatekeep it, D and D from Matt, Matt Mercer. <laughs> he gotta wait outside. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna tell him you said. How the fuck you do? <laughs> you know what would be the funniest thing in the world? Just like a therapy session between me and Matt Mercer. <laughs> You know how most people have parasocial relationships, but they're positive? It's like, in my head, this person's my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I have a parasocial relationship with Matt Mercer where he's my greatest enemy. (laughs) I can't say anything because I'm the same way with Liam O'Brien. It's on sight if I ever see Liam O'Brien. Literally, Matt Mercer, for literally no reason, is my arch nemesis. (laughs) We just need to roll up to critical role land and just start swinging on people. And you know what? I bet you, as a person, this Matt Mercer fellow is so nice, but just like, he's, he's sweet. He's the nicest guy. See, but I see people always, you know, licking his boots on online, and I can't deal with it. <laughs> he can't help that. That's he not- but, hey, and that's why he's my greatest nemesis. <laughs> Tell him to stop, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> if, if that's your whole name, <laughs> me in the Critical Role Studio. Hi, everyone. Hi, Matthias Mercer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's Laura Bailey. Travis Willingham. Matt. (laughs) Matthew. Fancy meeting you here. (laughs) Oh, my God, Sam. I'm so excited to see you. Liam. (laughs) You. (laughs) Just beefing for no reason. (laughs) For truly no reason. <laughs> I'm never going to get invited. No wonder I don't get invited anyway. Because I'm doing this. It would be so funny. I want me and Matthew Mercer to be invited to the same place. <laughs> Just once. Why? It would be so fucking funny. Because, like, especially people in my demographic love him. I feel like he'd come up to me and be like, hi. And then he'd be so scared because it's like, why does she look like that? <laughs> Where are those Kill Bill sirens coming from? <laughs> <laughs> You gonna have the critters after you. You Dude, keep fucking around. And do fucking what? So they're attacking a small gay non-binary black person. I. 
always the critters at the scene of the crime. <laughs> well, for some critters, that wouldn't exactly. Act- I'm like- actually be that. Oh my god! <laughs> we do like plants. You're right. <laughs> Period. Thank you, Thorn Chan, for like responding in five minutes. Yeah, gay people like plants. We decided. We know this for certain. Are all druids gay? Yeah, every single one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rework my world. Yeah, <laughs> every single one. Oh! Uh, Instead of coming out, you just tell your parents you're a druid, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> right." <laughs> 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 so there's this TikToker that talks with acrylics. They don't say anything. They just do acrylics in such a way where you know what they're yeah. saying. And in my head, that's druid. <laughs> <laughs> Two druids, and it's just click, 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 click. <laughs> they're just talking with acrylics. Oh my god! In the campaign, in the Strahd campaign, I'm playing right now. Yeah. My character is a wizard, and we meet this very powerful wizard, and immediately my character, like, doesn't like him. And the two people in my party that I'm traveling with are like, why aren't you being nice to him? Like, be nice. He's letting us stay in his house. I'm like, listen, wizard to wizard, wizards suck. I know it. And then immediately after, he robs us, and they're like, oh, my God. You were right. I was like, I told you. Wizards are assholes. <laughs> I mean, I truly believe wizards are assholes. That's that's kind of that's kind of their brand. Exactly. That's why I was well, and in a Jersey accent because that's my character. I'm like, listen, I know he fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're wizards. I know it. <laughs> a New Jersey wizard. <laughs> Literally. So essentially, what happened to her, the character is that she doesn't want anyone to know the trauma that happened to her before, so she just lies and says she's a psychiatrist from New Jersey. <laughs> And then I would ask her backstory. And so the entire campaign, like, I fake a New Jersey accent until something, like, traumatic happens to the character mentally. And then all of a sudden, the accent is gone. <laughs> and then right after she decides to bottle it up again, she's like, eh, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> You're going to have people ask where they can see the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I'm a psychiatrist. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Got my degree and everything. <laughs> So any last thoughts on the OGL? Um, I would just say to all of you Dungeons and Dragons fans, hold in there until you find out the final, you know, verdict on this. But at the same time, don't be afraid to play a new game. I think I would love for like there to be one day where we all just officially make the switch to anything. Vampire other- the Masquerade. Put me on the payroll. <laughs> Every person I've seen that plays Vampire of the Masquerade is like non-binary and sexy, and I just want to get invited to the club. <laughs> I wanna be I wanna be where the hot people are. <laughs> like it's it's funny because like one of the one of the main guys over at uh, Vampire, uh what's his name? I, I Yeah, Jason Carl, like he's in the community like he's always watching and, and like liking yeah things so you might hear this so jason carl <laughs> my my sister would very much like to play vampire the masquerade i will go wherever i need to go i'll do what i need to do i have a mic and a webcam now cast me in your actual plays give me kiss <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're not there yet i can't ask for kiss <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't just go around asking people for kisses. I want to get kiss. <laughs> that, what do you think Vampire the Masquerade is? Okay, here. Ooh, I'll do a promo for you guys. This is like a little prequel to what you'll get if I if I took up. Watch okay, this. Okay. Okay, Vampire the Masquerade. It's dark. It's grungy. It's sexy. It's an exploration of the human condition. It's understanding what it's like to live hating what you need to be and trying to love yourself anyway. Slay. I don't know. That kind of ate. Okay, that wasn't bad. Right? That, that wasn't bad. I read the, the little book thing. <laughs> the little book thing? Yeah. What little book thing? You sent me a book. Yeah, that's... That's the core rule book of Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, so I read the rule book. It's it's not little. Well, to me it was. Okay, well. See, I time well, flies yeah. when you're having fun. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Yo, you might actually get in the cave before I do. Which would be so fucking funny. I'll be so goddamn fucking pissed. I would be so happy. It'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> and for the next season of L.A. by Night. <laughs> joy like fuck yeah god damn it which reminds me you know let's move on to our next segment one i just made right now called uh let's highlight people in the community that we would like to have on the podcast slash collaborate with okay. in some uh capacity number one persephone okay hello queen it's about time we had a talk <laughs> I love your work. I love your brand. I would say I'm just you, but worse. Um, <laughs> uh, you have this effortless com comedy and sensuality about you, and I love that, and I want your last name. Not in like a let me marry you, but just I want it to be my stage last name. So what are we going to do? <laughs> Look, to you want to be Joy Valentine? So bad. Just so be Joy Valentine. Is that allowed? Like, she's already in the space. I don't want to encroach on her brand. I wish she wouldn't lie. Okay, perfect. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm Joy Valentine, looking I, to collaborate with Persephone Valentine, the house of Valentine, if you will. I can say for sure, if you two are in a room together, I don't want to be in that room. The sheer room. amount of horny chaos. I do not want to be in that room yeah. because I will be flayed alive. Yeah, you'll be destroyed, nerd. <laughs> you, with your knowledge of my history. Yeah. A, a ability to sneak this period i would be destroyed it's over truly we are dr evil and mini me <laughs> with you willingly taking the mini role me, absolutely listen listen i was told this week that i have slutty stolen valor <laughs> what the fuck oh, Where, listen i owned you when you were a baby and now look at me <laughs> listen I parade around pretending to be an ethot. I cannot kith boy. I get scared. So, stolen valor. <laughs> I wear the title, yet I have no medals. It's bad. Okay, so Persephone is, is one that you have on the list. Who else you got? Um, hmm. Or is that the only one? <laughs> I just really like her. Okay. I'm Wait, but there's another group of people. They like it's a channel on Twitch. It's like trans people. Oh, transplanter? Yeah. With Connie? Yeah. Put me on there. <laughs> Put me on there, y'all. Come on the podcast. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I I think I think somebody from uh Transplanter reached out and asked if they could be on the podcast. Well, let them in. We have so much to talk about. Okay. Perfect. Um, I'm just trying to assemble the Avengers of hot TTRPG people, essentially. <laughs> 
I am the Nick Fury of hot TTRPG people. If I pop up in your notice, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Well, I can't be in that group. You can. You're my Maria. <laughs> Did you just make me Maria Hill? Yeah. I'm Nick Fury. Maria Hill is from Chicago. Yeah. Oh my God, let's assign everybody the hot TTRPG people of vendors positions. We did that at one point. You made fun of me for it. <laughs> yeah. Because when you did it, it was whack. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to do literally the exact same thing. Yeah, but sexier and fun. Anita is the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? Because normally... Anita is so sweet and smart and talented and unassuming, uh-huh. but I just know Anita can fight. <laughs> I just know it. <laughs> you know how everyone is like one bad day away from turning into an evil villain? I'm trying to see Anita's bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I know Anita can fight. Why? I just want to see it. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. All right. So we've got, we got Transplaner. Yeah. We got Sefi. Right. Sefi is the Winter Soldier because she is hot and scares me. <laughs> and you can tell her I said that. Wait, wouldn't Sefi be Steve and you'd be Bucky? God, I could only wish. <laughs> Where's this podcast even fucking going at this point? I don't know. Listen, I'm just trying to highlight people in the TTRPG space who I think get forgotten um in the big rush of big names you know these are people that need that extra appreciation and by extra appreciation i mean please choose me pick me love me <laughs> listen you just showed up to the spot yeah. and you we got more people saying i like plants i'm sorry oh um, <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> I did not know plant game was a thing. Plant game's a thing. Um, sorry. Brandon I'm... is Moon Knight. <laughs> Wait, who? Brandon Lee Mulligan is Moon Knight. <laughs> Why? Okay, time out. Why is Brandon Lee Mulligan Moon Knight? Because he off doing his own thing always, but what he's doing is so intellectual and scary. I'm like, please give me a rest. <laughs> and if you told me an elder god lived inside him, I'd be like, well, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I can see that that's, actually. That's T. <laughs> I just I just want to play a game with Lou Wilson one time. That's that's Not before my dream. I do. Fuck go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm used to playing with um all the black men. He just you but different. <laughs> he you in a different font. <laughs> That could be the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. No problem, man. <laughs> as long as I'm not wingdings, I'm fine with that. No. Uh, He's in like bold and you're in italics. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Is there anybody else that you would like for me to reach out to? I guess. Transplaner. Sefi. Um... Who is mean, you think? Wait, no, there's that. <laughs> you don't want me to answer that. There's the honey dice person. Oh, honey and dice. Honey is sweet. Oh. Honey is so lovely. And then we're going to do a K-pop thing. <laughs> I want honey on the podcast. <laughs> so we can talk about K-pop and you can sit there. <laughs> what? 
You just want me to be uncomfortable wherever I am? Dare Is that you. your goal? Slay. Yeah. How dare you? Uh, I'm actually doing a game with uh, Honey next Saturday. Cool. So I'll be in the chat. Yeah, it's good. We it's a it, I I don't know if it's been announced yet. I don't know if I'm. Yeah, so don't to, say it then. Maybe well, I can do whatever I want. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, and then any Jason Todd cosplayers, if y'all are still out there, um, <laughs> you you gotta close that door a little bit. I can't. I can't. It's still wide open, and they're still in my mentions. <laughs> uh, we just got another comment. I like plants, but plants don't like me. Thank Chester. Thank you, Chester Human, for that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well. Those are the people I want to talk to. How about you, big man? Uh, I don't want to talk to nobody. Okay. <laughs> All right. All I'm right. I'm powerful sad right now. I don't want to Why talk the to fuck no would you be sad? <laughs> We're having a great podcast. Who do you want on the podcast? Uh, okay, who do I want on the podcast? I you mean, want like, AJ are, on we, the are, we, are we interviewing people? Like, what's... what? Well, I think it all kind of depends on their comfort level. I think some people just want to shoot the breeze with us. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I suppose that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I think a lot of people, like, I just want to see how someone else would deal with our dynamic. I think we have a pretty good dynamic. Okay. The go. verbal volleyball we play. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right. <so. laughs> but yeah, who who you want? Uh... Kappa, I know Kappa and Chris has been wanting to be on, so we could do that. Um, just, just my usual unit. Uh, AJ, who's your kid? Um, AJ, Dar <laughs> Darby. Uh, just, just all my Kingsguard folks. Okay. And, and uh, I imagine they have a secret group chat without me. Probably you do. Yeah. It's very homophobic. We just talk. We just talk about you behind your back. I know y'all. Well, AJ, it's confirmed that people will talk like whoever asked AJ what his blood type was, <laughs> saying that they were asking for a friend. Who did that? Ever since our ever since our tweet with the blood yeah. thing, it's been popping up more and more. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> and I need people to know it's not me, which is funny. <laughs> Like I, I I don't get I don't get why this is becoming a popular thing now of asking people what their blood type is and it's working that's what's fucking me up the amount of like people that are DM me and be like I got a husband I'm like the fuck <laughs> it's been four months <laughs> <laughs> please buy our merch buy our merch someone did wear it and it looks good and also if you get a husband I have to be invited to the wedding you don't want that no I do. I haven't had wedding cake before, so. That's I'm, wait. Are you asking to be invited to a stranger's wedding solely on the strength of wanting wedding cake? Ding dong, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like regular cake. No, it's taller. <laughs> but it's still just cake with fondant on it. With what? Fondant. It's how you make the outside of the cake smooth when it's not icing. Did you yeah. Did you not watch Top Chef with our father? No. Uh, yeah, that was just me. I found out, all, <laughs> like, the special trauma I got that was just for me, and I thought it was all my siblings, but it was actually just mine. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I learned very early on I can't reason with that man. Nah. Uh, damn. So you just want to talk to your normal friends? Yeah. You don't want to shoot your shot on something crazy? Well, what's something crazy? Um, I've already... I've already Zach Oyama, 
if you are out there, <laughs> please. Please. I don't want to bring Zachary Alva into the middle of no, this. No, I have to. Why? I, I like him. Okay, who's he in your Avengers? Thor. <laughs> I can see that. He's just, a, he's just a strange man that came from above. <laughs> but I trust him to save us. Well, that's our podcast. Everybody. <laughs> Bye, you guys. I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna salvage it after that. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at BrokeWokeTroke at Instagram. Uh, suddenly at peace uh, my discord is Get also your branding together why the fuck would i do that <laughs> um my discord is also on my twitter find it and send me pictures of your dog <laughs> they're going to do that i know and they've been doing it and i've been loving it yeah and i'm i'm the other host i'm noir you can find me all over the internet as the noir enigma that's twitter twitch youtube tiktok instagram and hive uh please be sure to check out my website thenoarenigma.com where you can find some merch uh that's been our episode hopefully we'll have a patreon next time you see us uh, yeah I got you it. lazy bitch i'm doing all the things here i'm being sexy that's so hard i put on a full face of makeup to record a podcast <laughs> nobody told you to do that i'm doing the heavy lifting <laughs> i'm also being sexy okay I put on a full face of face. He do. So I'm doing what you're doing and more. I don't know about all that. Bye, you guys. Bye, everybody. I love you. Kitties. Gotta stop telling them that. No, I am their girlfriend and their sister and their wife. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>